Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, now, on to the final game of the round. Tigers v. the Eels. Eels come out. And Tigers are actually defending decently because it took Mitchell Moses' incredible kicks. Oh, my God. That kick for Dylan Brown was absolutely phenomenal. Um, it looked like Eels were going to run away with it. Tigers come out, show some fight, play some real good footy for about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, but to be honest, the standard of footy, I just, it, was, it just wasn't there yesterday, for especially for the Eels, considering their grand finals last year. Um, oh, the Eels are such a hard team to put a finger... Like, they beat the Panthers. <laughs> but then, like, you know, and I rode them to the death last year, all the way, but there's just something about this year that just isn't... Something seems off. I don't know what it is. I can't identify it. They're just... I don't know. Yeah, they're missing Junior Polo, so maybe that's a big reason. I'm not sure, but a win's a win. A win's a win. Yeah, but for a team like them, I expect a higher standard. And, mate, I'm the same as you. I sat there last year. I didn't ride them all the way in. I said, no, nah. and then I'm sitting in the prelim final going, oh, my God, they're going to pull my pants down here. They get to the grand final and they don't fire a shot. Mm. Like, they're, they're just – they're such a hard team. It must be so difficult for Brad Arthur to just work out what is going on with this side and how it's – because, like, the spine players always play really well. Like, Moses has been consistent. Mm. Gutho is king of consistency. Fuck, he's good. They've he's got, so like, good. like every single player oh, – I shouldn't say every single – most players in their team are in the top four of that position in the game. Mm. Like, all along, maybe their, their, their back line can be a little bit hit and miss. But outside of that, as far as 5'8", halfback, fullback, hooker, like, I don't think you could really ask for much more. Like, they've lost so many great forwards, but still you've got <laughs> – State of origin reps in the front row. You've got Ryan Madison who comes in. Jermaine Hopgood's burst onto the scene this year. Sean Lane's been killing it on that edge. <clears throat> like, I don't know what the problem is. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just – and it's not like they completely go out of the game, but, I mean, maybe it's their edges. Maybe their edges just, just aren't <coughs> clicking yet. Um, like, Hayes Dunster, he had three errors and looked like he was um, still – Recovering from his injury, didn't seem like he was at top flight. Then you got Sean Russell, who again, relative rookie. But then 
you know, Wunga Blake and Bailey Simonson have been struggling too. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I know that like, like it's an obvious thing to say all teams would improve if they had a Freddie, a Lockie, a Joey, a Cronk, one of these guys. But like, I would love to see this Parramatta team with a real just out and out winner in mm. their spine somewhere because <laughs> they've, they're not missing anything. They should be a week in, week out, fantastic footy side. It's just like there's just a little bit something missing. Even now, Guru, you're like, you said, can't, can't pinpoint what it is. But we said earlier on the season when they did have their injuries that they were lacking punch off the bench. They've now got Jermaine Hopgood coming off the bench. Uh, interesting to see, like when, when Junior Bolo comes back into the team this week, he'll, he'll obviously start, but... It's, it becomes such a well-rounded pack again. Mm. Maddo started at lock. Sean Lane came back on the edge this week, mm. went the distance. Widamu so. Greg's been playing well. Widamu Greg's been good. So the team is so good on paper still, yeah. isn't it? And I've got to give a shout out. I think Bryce Cartwright's been pretty good this year, mm. especially on the weekend. Like he's So far this year, he doesn't have the, the errors. He's been getting through the tough stuff. Um, yeah, And that's where if Bryce is doing a job out there, if I was coaching them, I'm obviously not, but <laughs> I would be reverting to keeping Maddo on the bench for me and doing what they did last year and having that impact after 20, 25 minutes because I think it's pretty evident that there's a drop-off once those some of those guys start to leave the field. Mm. It was weird they didn't. With like Hopgood seems like the bloke you want on in the start of the game to get through the hard yards. Mm. And Maddo was so effective for them last year. It really surprised me that Maddo didn't play off the bench. And just play up 55 straight. Yeah. And Brett Arthur, his he, rotation has been questioned. Like, even last year there was questions on why certain things were happening. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It doesn't – yeah. Again, I just don't know where to put them. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right now, okay, I guess. Like, fuck, not really. They're a grand final side last year. But as per usual, they're in a spot with Parramatta where they're not a basket case. On, on paper, they've got a team that should be up here. Instead, they sit in the middle – which it actually makes you <clears throat> ask more questions mm. than if they were, were just an average squad, you know? Like, they're in a really awkward spot where they probably do get criticised a little bit more than most sides because they do consistently underachieve, in my opinion. I honestly think this side could win the comp on paper. Yeah. On paper, yeah. Fully fit, could win a comp. But, yeah. So, they proved last year that they can play terribly and then go on a crazy run. So, maybe they go on a run. Where do we sit on Hands and Hodgson? <laughs> wasn't as uh, telling this week hands is impact I thought Hodgson they scored all the most their points I'm pretty sure when Hodgson was on the field so I guess you just keep working on it keep tinkering keep slowly chipping away um, yeah what do you reckon yeah I, I don't think I got any more answers out of this week Really yeah, no, yeah, nothing too telling. I, I still like Hodjo starting I still think he adds plenty but yeah, the weekend certainly didn't mm. tell us much but we were saying last week, mate, that, you know, it was funny last week, Parramatta came out and said, oh, more X Factor at fullback. They moved um, Assey in reserve grade from centre to fullback last week. Just like suddenly <laughs> out of the blue. Mate, Gutho is so good. I don't get it. It makes no fucking sense. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll ask you this. Don't talk about, like, don't think about potential or what like you know one really crazy year or whatever yeah would you rather gutho who you know is going to play every single game for many years or and you spend 700 800k on him 
Or would you rather Tom Travojevic at the moment where you just don't know what the future holds? Now, most people will say Tom Travojevic because he is literally one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. But like consistency being on the field has to count for something. You know, what would you do in that situation? Would you bet your salary cap on, you know, $1.1 million, Tom Travoyevich? Oh, I still would, but I'm an idiot. But I understand where you're coming from. You understand my point, though. 100%. Week to week, Gutho is probably your better bet. Like, I just, again, I I would probably still go Tom just because, like, he's in just unbelievable, unbelievable. But I just don't think Gutho gets enough credit. The most try-saving tackles, constantly having try-assists, gets through a bunch of work, doesn't have that many errors. I don't understand. And, like, yeah, have a look at their game last week. Um, he, he made a mad try-saving tackle that I don't think many fullbacks would have made. That's X Factor. <laughs> Fucking Otis. Scoring and saving him, whatever it might be, he did something that not many guys would be able to do and most fullbacks wouldn't do in that situation. Darius Boyd didn't have X Factor and he was one of the best. He, was the strong, he kept Billy Slater out of fullback for a short period, didn't yeah. he, for the Kangaroos? A couple games. Yeah, a couple games. That's enough when it's Billy Slater. Yeah. Like, Clint Gutherson, he is so incredibly well-rounded. You just rattled off a few, but he's like, his ball playing is outstanding. He's one of the safest fullbacks in the comp. He never drops a ball. His support play is outstanding. Like, what do you want from your fullback? If I just took Tim's exact sentence there and you didn't know who it was... You, you would assume it was Dylan Edwards. Yeah, mm. absolutely. It's the same person that came to mind when, you, when, when he was saying it. I'm like, yeah. it's Dylan Edwards. Like, yes. I, I, they're, they're very similar players in a lot of ways, that pair, and, and pretty similar attributes. He, I, I, just, I would say Gutho, much better ball player. Yeah. Edwards, way better ball runner. Yeah. That's, that's the difference, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Eels, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Tigers, good fight. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm glad that they showed some fight. Uh, but now that Dewey's gone, um, look, let's talk with the positives. I thought Junior Tupo was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. He's a beast on the wing there. Um, and, yeah, he had that silly little offload or whatever, but at least he's having a dig, like yeah, just trying something. Like, yeah, okay, don't do it. Like, <laughs> choose your moments. But at least some some spark is trying to happen. Like, we're trying to make something happen. Uh, I thought he was phenomenal. 221 metres, eight tackle breaks, four line breaks. And this guy's young. He is still young. He's a big body. I, we haven't even gotten close to his potential yet. He, he has... It's still a very long way to go, but I think he has the attributes to be a top-tier winger if he keeps working on his game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he, he's got all, all the things you need at that age. It's just going to take time and whatnot, and the West Tigers just need to find a way to keep him because oh, got someone's... a feeling there might be 16 other clubs that might be having a look at Especially him. Especially after that game. Yes. So it's going to be tough to keep him. I, I just... Uh, like. You, Yesterday, you know, the West Tigers, they came off the nightmare week with the Anzac jersey, all, all that sort of stuff. They come into this game, they get it back to 22 all, and I go, oh, my God, they might win this. This might turn out mm, okay. Yeah. Not only do they lose it, Adam Dewey does his ACL. Oh. You just sit there and go, oh, what, how, like, this would only happen to – and this is one of those things that we've spoken about. Yes, they make more mistakes than I can count, mm. but they do genuinely get unlucky mm. so much. Well, I mean, like – even with the jersey thing, they got unlucky because now people have gone back and found other jerseys that have similar things on it. But it, it was the Tigers that got pinned up. As another yeah. 
I will say though, clubs, show some respect to the Anzac. Yeah. Like, take the fucking time to get it right. Whatever club it is, it's outrageous that we are not respecting the Anzac enough. To your, this is a product that you're selling. Let's just say if you're so money hungry, you care about the product. It's a product that might make $100,000 for you. Take the time to put some effort into what the product is rather than just Googling army person. Because <laughs> that's what you're Googling. Like, I just... It, be... Anzac. It's the... Like, we're talking about the tippity top, the sacrifice of lives for our country. And we don't have a respect enough to just take some time to, you know, liaise with the, the army bases. And uh, anyway, that was just a side note, but... Yeah, and it was, you know, even their response to that, like, got the jersey and got up the new one, I thought, good, they're just going to wear this on the chin. And I looked at their statement and it was the first paragraph was them wearing it on the chin. And then it was another eight statements about, but this, but Mm. this, but, but. And it was like, just take the L and move on. People will just respect you so much more if you just say, hey, we messed up, we're just moving forward. Yeah. But they're just, the way that they handle things is just wild. And, like, you have a look, you know, Wakeham came in two weeks ago, reportedly. He was told he's got ex- as much time as he needs. He, he was given two weeks, and now Tim Sheens has to ring him this week and go, hey, you're back again. You actually do have as much time as you possibly can because we don't have any other halves in the building. And, like, Dewey gets moved back to six. Staines goes to the back. Like, it is just bizarre. Staines actually had a fucking gun game. Yeah, he made that last error. I thought Staines was outstanding in the second half. I really did. I thought he was a huge shining light, Charlie yeah. Staines. I, I thought he was under. He ran for 238 metres. His ball playing was quite good. We know he's a speedster. Uh, I think there's legs in him at fullback. Yeah. Yeah, like we're a little bit critical of not uh, giving Dane Laurie the crack there, but from what I saw on the weekend, worth persisting with. Also a bloke who spent certainly all his time in the NRL on the wing. Mm. He's obviously spent some time at fullback in, in New Wales Cup, but yeah, I thought he was brilliant. Oh, brilliant is probably a bit of a stretch. I thought he was very good. Yeah, and look, I would have given Dane Laurie way more time. I thought he, would, I thought Dane Laurie is really good. I think he's got a lot of upside, but it seems like for some reason the Tigers just don't mm. have him in the top thirteen. The so, one thing they can take out of it is like, as you say, can be the first three tries for me were all off kicks. Yeah, if they penetrate your defence with kicks, I'm like, and these kicks were like top tier yeah. kicks, like on a dime kind of stuff. You couldn't defend them if you wanted to. Exactly no. right. Couldn't defend if you wanted to. They came out. They, I believe, they won the second half. They got right back in the game. So. Well, I've been so critical of them and, you know, it certainly wasn't impressive, but they showed some ticker in the second half. They got themselves back into the game. They conceded tries off kicks. Uh, you know, they've had far worse games this season, I'll tell you that much. For sure. I, I, um, I think there's a lot to like. I think there's a lot to like. Like, there's a lot to take out of that as a club after everything that's happened. You know, yes, okay, you're still 0-6 or, or whatever, and that's devastating. But there's a lot of positives there. Like, for example, essentially outside of... Um, Jake Simpkin, who came on for nine minutes. Everyone that came on made 20-plus tackles and didn't miss one tackle. Like, that's great. Mm. That's great because it shows you're ripping and tearing, you're doing the right thing. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
so yeah, I, th- I think there's plenty to, to to take away from that. Yes, like it's still really disappointing. Like it's you can't take that you can't take the sting out of that loss. But you know, I thought Papaliti was better. I thought Bateman was great. Clemmer, Coruscant looked good. There's some plus. There's some upside there. It's probably their best performance. Have probably their best performance. Maybe outside of the dogs one. I think this one was their best performance. Yeah, so yeah. that's a positive. It shows ticker. It shows they're willing to just rip in. They've uh, they've got the buy next week, so they've got a two week run into the Manly Seagulls in two weeks. So it's not too bad. Yeah, no, uh, you know, coming off this, yeah, I mean, it's probably you know as much as it sucks, they've lost Adam Dewey. It's probably good timing that they've now got two weeks to prepare for yeah. life without him. At just least. get wake him in there immediately, get him working together. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 